It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Where shall I begin? How should I commence? I got to tell you, every, every, when I do these podcasts, it, I, I have this great fear of being boring. You know, I, I, I can't imagine anybody wanting to listen to anyone for too long. So, first, I do not want to become so informative that I slide into the great deadly pit of, who cares? That's bar. So let me do this this part of the first part of the podcast today quickly. And then if for some reason you missed something or don't understand something, you can replay it. And if you still missed it, I was probably too dumb to put it in in the first place. That's pretty self-explanatory. Let's talk about materialist. Yes, the first ist in our list of ists is materialist. I think you probably know this as someone who evaluates their life on how much goods, properties, stocks, bonds, cash, and real estate they possess. All of you ancient sorts, sorts out there may, may, may remember the song Madonna once sang. I'm living in a material world and I am a material girl. Didn't I represent that well? Please, please. I can hear you clapping in the background there. What is materialism? It's the do in re-mi. It's how people scale their success by opening up their bank accounts and going, oh, yes, there it is. It's Scrooge McDuck sitting on his coins, throwing them in the air knowing that he's better than his nephew Donald. Now, materialist is different than atheist. An atheist is somebody who believes our lives are just like the animal kingdom and we, we can do with it what we want because when we die, we're going to spend all of our time in the ground, what you might call a grave conclusion. This kind of edges you in and leads you to the humanist. The next ist in our list. This this person could be an atheist, but humanists possess a bit more optimism and they want to leave behind a legacy of purpose and goodness for the race called Homo sapiens. Buddhist. Well, this is obviously a follower of Buddha. Buddha, but they, they believe in an ascending consciousness where one escapes the dastardly need to want. Don't want, don't need, said the overweight Buddha. Figure that one out. How about religionist? Religionist, these are the folks who believe that the the many face on earth are there because 
the perilous predicaments make us yearn for a heavenly reward. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. If heaven were my home, oh Lord, what would I do? All of these is have individual philosophies and as with every point of view, their own ideas on how everything actually ends up, you know, after we <laughs> take the last breath. The materialist keeps hoping he or she will be able to garner enough cash to buy whatever the, the cures may be to bring about their preventing that final breath. The atheist is completely convinced that the tomb is our gloom. And they have a face usually to match. The humanist doesn't really know what happens after we are drained of all our blood and put in the ground or set in fire. He believes, he or she believes, the power is in the effort that it shows that we obviously left behind. The Buddhist believes in reincarnation. Yes, we keep coming back and trying it again like audiences returning to watch the Oscars every year, hoping it must get better. As I mentioned, the religionist is positive, on the other hand, that there's a great eternal life for those who manage to survive the dreariness of this lifespan. But what is the truth of the matter? All of these is fail miserably if they don't understand just a few, just a few important facts about life on earth. So here they are, three things that make earth work. Three things that make earth work. You remember that hit, don't you? By the do-nothings, they were fantastic. Even though I didn't like their bass guitar player. But let's not get into that right now because I'm getting off subject. Honestly, if you don't learn these three things that make earth work, you'll spend most of your time on this journey, snarling a lot and getting pissed off at getting held up in drive through lanes at McDonald's. Nothing happens of any quality. Nothing happens of any quality. Nothing grows and nothing prospers if we don't, number one, primarily love life. Any philosophy that tries to trim off our enjoyment of life is anti-earth and will rob you of all the benefits that come your way by being able to breathe air with joy, joy unspeakable, full of glory, joyful, love life. It is a deep appreciation in our soul for every single moment we're allowed to walk, travel, scooch, crawl, or habitate in any form on this beautiful planet. When you remove the love of life, you take away the passion of the human soul. Don't talk to me about a human soul and how you believe in your human soul if I cannot see the love you have for life. Because the soul dies if there's no life, just like everything else. Love life. Anyone who sits around and takes cheap shots at the earth, trying to make a, him or herself look spiritual or overly intelligent, is just a downright thief 
stealing travelers of the greatest blessing of all. And that greatest blessing of all is capsulized right here. Good morning, life. I was so hoping you would show up. Now, what shall we do? Good morning, life. I was hoping you would show up. Now, what shall we do? Can I give you a second secret to this journey here? No matter what kind of ist you're involved in, if you want to make progress as a pilgrim, you must, number two, challenge your talent. No. No. No, you, can't, you just can't say, this is the one thing I do, and it damn well better be good enough. Honestly, folks, it damn well is not. The earth was created for those who are prepared to evolve, expand, create, and multiply. And in so doing, what they do is they replenish their lives and their surroundings. Take your talent. Learn it well. Be grateful for it. And then ask it to do things that it has not yet envisioned. What do you think your time is for? To wait around for the next Christmas? To look for the next raise? Or is it to find ways to take your talent and multiply it? When involved in an ist that does not believe we have to be quite so intense or involved with our efforts, then honestly, you just joined the wrong club. It's time to get out of club dread. It's time to get out of club dread. Oh, yeah, you know, we have to do this. We got this vacation coming up. And I tell you, I'm just so exhausted from packing and planning. Here comes Christmas again. I don't, I know some people just love Christmas, but I, I, there's just too much to do and decorating the tree and plugging in the lights. Screw you. How dare you be granted the beauty of a human body and soul and complain about anything considering what wonderful compartments you have yet to explore. So number one, let me get it right. Love life. Are you there? Number two, challenge your talent, which leads to number three, always respond, never react. You see, your reaction, my reaction will always be suspect because it be, can be tainted by the flare of our egos. Maybe you had insomnia last night. Maybe somebody told you that a different color skin should be treated differently. Your reaction is a tape that just keeps playing over and over again the same program. That's why it can always lead to overreaction. What you want, what I want, is a response. I don't want to react. I, I want to respond. And a response takes time to nurture. It takes time to, to, to grow. At least the amount of time required to turn the other cheek or to 
pray for those who mistreat us. This doesn't make you weak. It gives you the power to select for yourself instead of conjuring some ancestral, ancient ancestral tribal fit of retribution and hurting those around you without even knowing why you did it in the first place. Just reacting. That's the way we always react. If you and I do not gain the power of our own choice, but instead follow the dictates of our genetics and culture, then it does not matter what ist we represent. We end up looking foolish and diminished small. Don't shrink yourself by your poor reactions. Don't make yourself look tiny because you didn't choose your response, but instead borrowed a reaction from Great Grandpa Monkey. Great Grandpa Monkey or Great Grandpa Billy, or whoever it was that told you that this is the way you should, this is the way you should react when you get in this situation. Don't trust your own response. Trust the reaction of Great Grandpa Billy or Great Grandpa Monkey. You can feel free to worry about what happens after you die. You can be cynical about it. You can contend that karma will give you another chance, even though you may return in an inferior position. But if you really want to be a solid human being, you will learn the earth and find your worth. Learn the earth, find your worth. Learn the earth. You will, number one, love life to challenge your talent instead of letting it snooze. And three, you will respond instead of react, selecting your own personalized approach. And if you learn these when your name is mentioned, what will they say about you? Yeah. He, she... A lover of life, always expanding his or her talent and patient with the world around. So the good news is, if you want to be part of an ist from the list, then learn the earth also. And the better news is, if you learn the earth, your life will be so full, so full so whether it's going to be the grave or the sky or returning as a fly, you will end up joyously finding your worth. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.